Hey, what's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Cars on the Move. It's Friday, it's noon, it's Central Time, and that means another chance for us to connect dealers, auctions, and carriers on a Friday. We also have a special guest today. We have Michelle Hutchinson of Ship Your Car Now with a presentation for dealers and shipping advice, carriers, etc. So please do feel free, feel welcome, and Leave a like if you've got one, whether you're watching live or on demand. You can share this. You can click plus save and watch it later. You can get in the podcast. If you have a question, you can text or call Ty, 417-483-2764. He wants to help you and uh, get those questions answered. Feel free to jump in the live chat. Ask your questions. Here comes Ty. Ty, can you see me and hear me okay? Sure can. I'm in the middle of the woods, so probably not going to get a whole lot of, hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> well, let's talk about cars. Lumberjack. Yeah. About yeah that. Talk. You want to start a Lumberjack business, what do you do? You start local. You start in your backyard. You find mm. out who needs lumber. You find out how much they need. Then you go get the wood. Then you give them the wood. So no different than a car hauling business. But what I'm excited about today is... Um, I keep saying this. I'm going to keep saying it. Now is a really great time to start a car hauling business if you do it right. Okay. So doing it right requires a lot of different things that we're not going to talk about today. But what we are going to talk about today is the changes in the auto industry that will affect your transportation company if you so choose to start one. Okay. The biggest change that I've seen because of COVID is dealers had to figure out different ways to acquire my used car inventory, all right? So what does that mean? That means that the guy who used to go to the auction 100 miles away can't do that anymore. They closed it down. They can't come inside. Why is that such a big deal? It's a big deal because dealers are traditionally program trained. That's what they've done their entire life. They go to an auction, they see a car, they open the door, they sit in the car, they start the car, then they go bid on the car and hopefully buy the car <clears throat> physically. All that happens physically today you've got a picture you've got a description and you've got a rating and it's on a screen that may or may not look exactly like the car so as the dealers sourcing has changed sourcing buying vehicles as that's changed the carrier has to change and so what i'm excited about today is listening to michelle talk to us about the dealer and what the dealer needs to do to make sure that they get their car transported and get it transported right. So now is a perfect time to bring Michelle on, in my opinion. What All do you right, think, well, let's do it. And I just want to say this is that the other thing about Michelle is she goes to the trade shows and talks oh. to dealers and shippers so she knows exactly what she's doing. And so we're lucky to have her with us today. Uh, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, I'm going to bring in Michelle from the waiting room again. Please do jump in the live chat. Say hello. So please do welcome on center stage camera one. Thank you so much. We today have Michelle Hutchinson of Ship Your Car Now. And she's here with dual Dealer Toolbox Essentials. Is that right? That is correct. Hi, Jay. Hey, what's up, Michelle? How you Hi, doing? Hi, Good. Hi, Michelle. Cool. Thanks for joining Good. us today. We appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you I'm having excited. me. It's been, what's it been, like three or four yeah, months? Yeah, so, yeah. I haven't made it to a trade show in a while. You saw Ty at Digital Dealer Tampa? I did, but Ty and I were like this. 
No, we saw each other. NIADA. We saw Tampa and NIADA. And by the way, just another plug for Michelle. Um, Michelle is at these conferences, trade shows, and I watch Michelle. Michelle's a lot like I am. She's on the move. She's got to go. She's talking to people. She's on a mission. And that's what I really like about Michelle. It's always good to see you. Thank you. Thank you. Always good to see you. And unfortunately, we didn't get to spend a lot of time together, but hopefully, uh, if you're coming to Vegas uh, in the fall. Is that the used car week? That's the digital digital dealer Vegas. Oh, digital. Well, I got a. uh, We want to do that if we can. Yeah, there's another one, used car week. Right. We got that one in San Diego. How cool is that? In November. That's the one that we got to talk about. Two big shows, yeah. Yeah. I know. Okay. Got to do that. Cool. Very excited. Cool. Very excited. So, Michelle, you got a toolbox. Let's hear about it. I got a toolbox for you guys. Isn't this great? So, so we did um, the POV toolbox a couple months ago, right? If you're a private person wanting to move a car. But there is a whole world out there of dealers that move cars, whether they like it or not. They find themselves in a position to have to do it, whether it's bringing it into the dealership or shipping it out to a customer. So with that said, you guys want to jump in? We're ready. Let her rip. Let me go ahead and get my screen. I want to make sure I got the right one. Dealership, toolbox, essentials. Boom. Oh, look at that. Wow. It's a nice shiny one. I have my own orange Home Depot toolbox, but I gave you the shiny red one. It's like the old, it's like the old school, right? Because that's what what we miss nowadays in our industry across the board, don't we? We miss old school customer service. So, so that's a, this is my old school box, you know? So we want to, we want to make, we want to make everybody kind of go backwards in time and where people are so busy and, and uh, forgetting how to really provide customer service. You know, this is a, an area of the dealership. When you are transporting a car, you're taking a customer from A to Y. And Z is gonna be that last piece of the puzzle. And you've gotta make sure that you do it right or the whole experience can go to heck in a handbasket. I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss, so I'm gonna say heck. Um, and that's the thing that the person's left with. They're left with the experience of delivering the car. The dealer's left with the experience of getting the car. Do they want to buy it from that seller again? You know, it all goes hand in hand. So with that said, let's jump into this presentation. You guys ready? Ready. All right. So I'm here to take the pain out of vehicle shipping. Uh, I'm Michelle Hutchinson. I'm with Ship Your Car Now. I'm the director of strategic accounts. And I also work on our technology side. We have a whole technology side. So let me jump into this. Let's open our toolbox and get right into it. Yes, if I can do that. (laughs) There we go. All right, can you guys give me a thumbs up? You can see this, right? Got it, good. Excellent, all right. So here's the thing. There are some really important aspects of this industry that you really got to know before you book with somebody. I'm going to run through these together with you. Uh, The first one is biggest, most important, make sure the person you're hiring has an active DOT license. Uh, You've got to make sure that they're running legal, make sure that if they, you can also check to see if they've ever been suspended and you can find out why. So want to make sure that person you're giving that car to or bringing the cars to you, they are 
license to actually haul. You know, and the other thing too is that insurance. You gotta get a copy of their insurance certificate, make sure it's active, make sure they have enough cargo insurance to cover not just your car, but the other cars on the load. If you have a 10 car, if a guy has a 10 car hauler and he's hauling eight, nine, 10 cars, and he only has 150,000 in cargo insurance, and your car on that car on that on that truck is worth forty thousand dollars. He doesn't have enough insurance if something happens, like a meteor falls out of the sky and that blows up the entire truck. So make sure they carry enough cargo insurance. That's also important. Um, find out from them. Like ask the questions. How do you handle claims? What is their process? Are they going to do it? Are they going to leave you in the lurch? You, do they have no process? If they have no process, might not want to use them. Make sure the company has good ratings amongst their peers. You can do that by using a couple different platforms, but you got to dig into that because they might tell you they're the greatest in the whole world. But if they're not on LinkedIn, if they're not using social media, if you can't verify that, how do you know? Because I mean, I would say I'm a catch, but probably my exes might tell you I'm a little bit crazy. So you want to look into that. Make sure their business standards, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Make Ask if it's a broker or if it's the carrier and the driver owner operator. A uh, couple different ways that those, uh, those moves are handled depending on what you're hiring. And then make sure their business standards meet yours and your customer expectations. You have a right to ask. Ask them what it is. Do they... How do they handle customer service? Do you get a good feeling from them? You know, do you trust them just from a phone call? I gotta tell you, I've got clients I've worked with for 15 years because they trust me. So you gotta be able to get that initial trust on the phone in order to know that you're working with the right people. So here's a couple quick questions that you're gonna wanna ask. And I know I'm gonna run through these quick. Ty knows how to, you know, you, if you somebody out there wants this checklist, email him, get in touch with me. I'm happy to send it to you. You can keep it on your desk. Is the price that you've received all inclusive? Don't be fooled. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes they have those little hidden fees in there that you're going to get sprinkled in at the very end. So make sure to ask them that. How long is the rate good for? In my world, the rates that we give out are good for 10 days because we have a live active quoting system, an algorithm, and the market changes every day, just like the stock market. Don't get me started on the stock market right now. Um, we, so do rates. So that's all impacted. It's all impacted by fuel. It's impacted by how many carriers we still have. It's impacted by this recession that's coming up. It's going to be impacted by AB5. And if you don't know what that is, please go out and read it. Um, so the rates are going to change daily. So ask how long they're going to, they're going to keep that rate good for you. Okay. When do you need to make payment? Sometimes they want payment up front. Sometimes you can do COD at delivery, that's better. Or sometimes you can do, you can mail them a check. That's the best. For the price that they're giving you, what are those pickup ETAs? It is important to ask that question. Don't just assume that they're gonna be there tomorrow. Not everybody has, if you're a broker like we are, we don't have trucks just sitting around waiting for people to like put orders in. These guys are moving, they're hustling. And like Ty said, they're busy. So you wanna know, is that gonna give me a pickup in seven days, 10 days? Two months, find that out. Find out too what the delivery estimate is. What they don't tell you guys is that, I'm gonna give you a little secret in my industry. Just cause they pick up in Michigan and have to go to Illinois, doesn't mean that driver isn't gonna go from Detroit to Columbus down to normal and then back up to Chicago. 
So you want to find that out. Ask the questions. Don't make assumptions. Do they require a deposit? We don't. Uh, what is the point of contact from start to finish? Big thing. A lot of brokers have multiple people, dispatchers within carrier companies. Are you going to talk to the same person? Are they going to throw you all over the place? Oh, look at that. I missed one. Here's a good one. What's the cancellation policy? If you have to cancel, do you get your deposit back? Are you going to be penalized? Is there an attempt fee? A cancel? I know it's a lot, isn't it? You guys are digging in 15 years of information in here and I'm trying to spit it all out, but it's it's good stuff, isn't it, right? Who is the contact person after hours? Believe it or not, not all of us live here in the US. Lots of, lots of carrier companies are overseas. So what are their hours? When are they available to you? And when they're not, who is? My team works 24 seven, no joke. You can reach somebody here at Ship Your Car Now all the time. But can you, if they close at five, can you reach somebody? What happens if the vehicle or the customer's vehicle, your vehicle or the customer vehicle is damaged? That goes back to find out the process, ask the questions. So now let's move into, we've asked all the questions, we've landed on ship your car now to ship your car. So now what you're gonna do is you're gonna get your dealer checklist, right? And this checklist is if you're not working with somebody like me, like you as the dealer, as the salesperson, are taking on the responsibility of shipping that car. So now you are the transport company. Here's what you got to know. First thing, <clears throat> follow up with the carrier, follow up with the broker, follow up with everybody. Call the day before and call the morning of. Is that driver still on schedule? Did they break down two, two days ago and they forgot to call you? Are they still going to be there to pick the car up? Once they get there, guys, do and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, do an inspection, please, dear. If I can stress one thing, it's do an inspection of the car, a pre-inspection before they load it. Anything wrong with that car, make sure it's marked. Note the inspection, please. It's the pain of my existence. Note the inspection. That paperwork is a CYA. Make sure you get a copy. And if you can't get a copy and the driver's telling you, oh, I can't give you a copy. What's this? It's a smartphone. Be smart. Take a picture of the paperwork. That is your receipt. And then email it to yourself or keep it on your phone in case there's any problems. So let's go to the delivery side. This is delivery to your dealership or even the delivery to your customer. We're going to walk through a few things. So again, you got carrier follow-up. Doesn't just stop when they pick the car up. You're going to check when they're en route. If they're going from Michigan to California, do you want to know when they were in Kansas and gone for three days that they broke down or still in Illinois? Or do you want to try and follow up with them along the way? That's what we do. Got to follow up. There, a lot of times they don't tell you when they break down. They go, oh, I forgot. Following up, follow up, follow up, follow up. Follow up the day before, follow up the morning of. Any delays, make sure you let your customer know. Again, another step. Don't leave your customer high and dry. And if you're following up and they call you for an update, you'll know what to tell them. I do an inspection. I think I just said this like five seconds ago. Please do an inspection, especially if you're a dealer and you're bringing the cars to your lot. Walk around the car, take the five or 10 minutes it takes to do an inspection on a vehicle. Make sure that a chain didn't scratch on the roof. Make sure when they loaded the car, something didn't scrape along the side. Because once that driver leaves, 
you don't have an opportunity to mark the bill of lading, the inspection report. So please indicate that. That is your paperwork. That is your receipt. If there's a damage, that piece of paper is what you've got. And don't sign anything before you do an inspection. No, no, no. You'll get grounded for that one. Don't do it. And then make sure you do your payment after the carrier delivers. Make sure everything is good. Make sure everything on the car is satisfactory. Make sure the driver didn't take two weeks to get there and then pay him. So I know that I just went through a really quick presentation and it probably sounds like a lot because if you're a dealer, you not only are dealing with walk-ins, online requests, people wanting to buy a car, people sitting at your desk, you know, you guys are there to sell cars and transportation to do it right takes it takes a lot. So if you don't have somebody dedicating your dealership to actually do the transportation, I'm going to add something to your toolbox. You ready for this one? Ship your car now has a system that we can give you an immediate quote. We'll give you four different prices, as you can see, like Amazon does. You can enter your orders in there and you can track without a phone call, without, it's a simple glance at a dashboard that'll show you where your cars are at. So if it's something that is paining your existence and you want to talk to me about it, here's my contact information. Give me a call. So I hope I, I hope I gave you guys a bunch of tools in case you're not ready to hand all that over. And if you have any, excuse me, if you have any questions, you can reach me offline as well. And uh, Ty and Jay, do you guys have any questions for me? Wow. Wow. I do, I do, I do. Yeah, mm -hmm. go for it. That was a great presentation. It Thank you. It was amazing. I'm going to give you another applause. That was awesome. Really nice. Yeah. You're welcome. Really nice. Really. Um, so you you talk to a lot of dealers, right? On a daily basis, you have a client base. You've been doing this for a long time, more than 10 years, right? I am going, I'm like around 17 years doing this. Okay. So I'm going to guess that you kind of saw the same thing I saw in 2020 when they everybody got scared of covid and shut the auction down right yes so this presentation is primarily focused at the dealer the dealer has had to change the way he buys and sells cars so yeah yeah as you as you dive into this and you know this business this industry what how many dealers do you talk to because i see you like i told you earlier I, I see you at these conferences and i i thought i got around you you're right there beside me if not ahead of me right <laughs> Okay, so, Ty, let's not tell people I get around. That's our little get secret. Get around. Sorry, see, oh, sorry about that. Okay. Uh, but anyway, what, what are the dealers telling you? I mean, I know you're, you're talking to them. You're confronting them. What, what are you hearing? What do you, what do you see? I'm seeing, especially like you said, with a reduction in inventory, I'm seeing that they're having to do a lot of more online buying from um, companies uh, like a partner of ours, Turn Automotive, that has, they, they pull from all the auctions. So it's a lot of online stuff they can't go touch and feel anymore. Um, I'm also hearing from the dealers that they're starting to do more private acquisitions through Facebook Marketplace through, you know, offer up through those locations where they're finding a private seller that is bringing, that they can find that car and bring it to their lot. Um, but they're, it's still a challenge for them. And they're also finding that, you know, like you said, it goes hand in hand with transportation. We're feeling it from the dealer because of the fact that we lost so many carriers during COVID. We're losing carriers now um, because of pricing uh, parts and stuff. So many carriers have their trucks parked 
Uh, so many, I, I'm on a call with reliable carriers, the big orange trucks. Uh, weekly, I talk to, a, they're a client of mine, and I hear that they've got, you know, they've got most of their, a lot of their fleets down in shops, and they can't get them out for 30 days. So it trickles down to the to the dealer, and the dealer's frustrated. Um, they're just learned, they're, they're having to, like, think outside the box and figure out other ways of, of vehicle acquisition right now that go outside of, like you said, standing in a Mannheim or what used to be an Odessa. And they're yeah. frustrated. Jay, that reminds me, we were at the NIADA sitting in the dealer lounge, and I, that, what was the one guy's name? I can't remember. Real cool guy. Does airplanes too, cars and airplanes. Is that uh, Castle, Roger Castle? Yeah, 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 Roger yeah. Castle. So this is interesting. <clears throat> it ties in so well because independent guy used to go to the auction, has to buy online. How do you get your cars moved now? I asked him that. It's, you can see it. He says, well, I post them on Central Dispatch. Well, how's that working out for you? He goes into this story about one car, just one, <laughs> that he bought online that ends up getting hijacked off this dude's trailer, goes in a high-speed chase with the police, ends up in impound. At the end of the day, at the end of this long, terrible story, he's no car and lost about 20 grand. Oh, and, my gosh. Yeah, well, and that's that. I, I can only imagine that's just one guy, one car. I mean, before yeah. before chaos, it was always a train wreck anyway. But what I'm seeing is I'm seeing these dealers, and this is why I love your presentation, because you're absolutely right. A dealer's job is to buy cars and sell cars, right? Chicken yeah. or the egg, it doesn't matter. You've right. got to have one before you can sell it. So they, that's where they make their money is buy. They're smart. I mean, I was talking to somebody yesterday. Car dealers are the most amazing people I know. They know how to make money. That's their life. That's what they do. And when that has to shift and I can't do it the way I was doing, okay, figure out a new program. But this, this what's happening now, in my opinion, I'd love to hear yours, is dealers are not cut out for transportation logistics. That's not their game. What do you think? I agree. I have worked with dealers that will actually have a person that's just only in charge of it. And which is fine. I mean, if you have that, but most dealerships don't. When they're trying to cut costs, that's sometimes the first position that goes. And when they're trying to juggle transportation, I mean, here's a great example. I, I met with um, a gentleman, his name's Christopher from A to Z, Z A, uh, A to Z. And we were at NIABA and we sat down, had dinner, and I was like, talking to him about transportation. He looked at me and went, I had no idea how much goes into that and how much you have to know and how much you have to do. It's like, I just thought you came and picked a car up and then took it somewhere and dropped it off. And I think you're right. That and I don't I don't sit here and try and sell cars and I tell dealers, look, you, you do your phenomenal job at what you do and let me do my phenomenal job at what I do. But I agree with you. It, and I think that's what the, the dealers are feeling. That's what that face is when they, when they show me that pain, when, they, when you say the word transportation is because they don't, they either tell a customer, we don't deal with it, go on the internet, don't, please don't do that if you're a dealer, that's <laughs> my customer service. But I actually heard people say that when we were at the conference. But they start to realize how much of their time it can consume and how much of a headache it can be. When you're not used to doing it every day, when you don't have the team I have behind me with for damage, customer service, dispatch, all these people. Yeah, I mean, that's why we have a whole company that does it. So I agree. I think that the dealers really need to focus in on what they do best. And I know a lot of times people will say that phrase, stay in your lane. 
Um, and sometimes it can sound harsh, but in our industry, stay in your lane. I got a lane, you have a lane, the, uh, you know, the insurance company has a lane. All of these people do. So when we all work together, it just overall gives the customer an all, even better experience when, when you do what you do best, when I do what I do best, and when the other components of buying and selling and moving a car all work together in harmony. Jay, did you want to throw something in? Because I can keep well, going. Well, you know, I've got a few things. It. Well, I want to hog Michelle. Yeah, no, well, listen, um, number one, my ETA is my ETA, all right? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and you know what's interesting? Uh, so when a carrier says it, it's a little ridiculous. What about when the dealer says it? Oh, when they come at me with that? Right. Hey. Yeah. I think that's okay. And that's why you I, have a menu of pricing, right? That's why I have a menu of prices. There you, we go. I, I, said, yeah. you know, I, I just, I deal with it. No joke. When people say, oh, I do that every day. No, I literally do it every day. I get... I get emails from my clients and they say, I've got to have it. Just got one yesterday. I need it picked up tomorrow. Okay. Do I have an open checkbook? Like we, and it's not sarcastic. It's like, okay, I'll tell you what, I'm going to tell you what it's going to take to get it moved. And I'll let you know, but that's, you know, there is nothing. I never say no to people. Okay. Take that back. Let me retract that. 99% of the time I don't say no. And that's because if you allow me, and understand that I can do my job and get it done for you, it may cost a lot more money than if you say, look, I'll give you seven days to pick it up and based on, and this is, okay, see, this is where I could talk for hours. What I try and do with a dealer is, and anybody, even a POV, is I educate them. And I tell them, Star Trek is not real and teleporters are not real. So if you think you're going to get a car from Michigan to California in three days without a team, it's not going to happen. You've got it's to just... follow. You've got to make a marketing campaign for this. Beam, <laughs> beam up my car. Beam me no, up. My... Right. This beam that is so guy. good. Yeah. 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 So it's about educating uh, the dealer too, because they're you know I think they come in hot sometimes. It's just they they have that personality. I'm kind of the same way sometimes. But when you step back and you know it's not personal and you educate them and you tell well here's why. Let me explain. Okay. So here's my spiel. I'll give it to you real quick. This is why they can't make it there with one one guy because DOT regulations say that a driver can work 11 hours a day, 14 total, and of the 11, they can drive. And after eight hours, they have to stop for 30 minutes. And after 10, 11 hours or 14 hours, which is include loading and offloading, they have to stop for 10 hours. So now work all that into how far you go. But I could make it to California in three days. Yeah, well, you're not driving a semi that can only go 60 miles an hour. So now take that mileage divided by 60 miles an hour. They have to go to the bathroom, eat, shower, refuel, yeah. So then when you start breaking it all down, they go, and then they, they understand, right? So your ETA may not be realistic, but if I can make it happen, I will. I will. I'll make it happen. Look at that. Okay. So here's another one I've got. Now, now that there's more uh, private acquisition of vehicles and farther distances, different auctions and older vehicles with higher values, it, are you seeing more reconditioning time? Do you see that as a factor? I'm just curious. Can you restate that for me? Because my like, little break. Will, awesome. Well, will, will a dealer that was, you know, buying nice cars with low mileage at a reasonable rate, now that they have to spend more money to buy older vehicles on average or trade in or this or that, 
do you ever see i'm just a curious do you do you see reconditioning being said as well i need it tomorrow because it's got to be reconditioned or it's gonna then do dealers say those things to you i'm just curious they don't no honestly that's not that's why i wasn't understanding it's not something i'm hearing what i, okay. I do hear is that car sold so how wow. quick get it to me like it's sold i'm closing on it it's in colorado and i need it in vermont and it's like okay well realistically here's what i can do you know and and i think too there are companies out there that will set on unrealistic expectations i mean when you set realistic expectations it allows the it allows the dealer to set them with the customer okay and that's important so no i don't hear things about reconditioning but i think it's but probably the same well you're saying and you open my eyes, right? So do they expect a white glove when it gets delivered and this is just a guy doing an over the road? Is that Does that happen? What do you do there? So it really depends on the, the dealer. Um, and I explain to them that as well. I talk about the difference between open and enclosed um, budgets. You know, those factor into open and closed. I let them know that if you're in an open mm -hmm. carrier, you know, you're off the ground. You, you still have steel encasing. If you're on the top, yes, you could be, a, you know, a bird could definitely fly into the, the windshield and things like that. But but it's safe on an open. So if you're if your car at the value, especially on a used, you know, save the money and go open um, during the winter months. You know, that's that's a whole different story. Um, enclosed is a lot more for your high end cars. You never want it. We our policy here at Ship Your Car Now is we don't ship anything that's like around 70,000 or more open because usually the cost of those cars to repair is a lot higher. So you just, you gotta, and and a lot of, a lot of new people in this industry don't know all this stuff, right? They don't know when to advise you to ship open or enclosed or, or DOT regular. I only know it because I've learned it all these years. So when it comes to a dealer, make sure you work with someone that knows what they're doing and not just sounds nice on the phone. But so yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, isn't that amazing, Ty? Don't you feel like you can ask her anything, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to, here's my final curveball. Okay. If, if dealers are sometimes unprepared or uh, to handle the complexity of transportation vehicle logistics, how are the yeah. OEMs going to deal when they move into this field? It's a very, very good question. Um, Ship Your Car Now is actually starting to work with OEMs. And so we are moving into that segment in order to kind of get ahead of the curve and start to educate them as to how it all works. Um, when they start wanting to dip mm. their toes, it's different when you're, you know, I'm in Michigan. So we, we have the plants all through here. And I see the casein trucks, uh, the orange trucks running from plant to dealership. These are all local. You know, they can do that. They can handle that. But when they have to start ship, when they start to get into shipping that goes outside of their state or the complexity that's involved with transportation, it could, it could turn into a mess. But we're trying to, you know, kind of get in front of it. And we're already, like I said, working with some OEMs. So it's, it's working out good. Again, she already knows the answer. Well, this is not a what if. Camera one, in case you don't know, this is not speculation live. OEMs are getting into transportation and delivery. Yeah. I mean, this is what? This is happening this year, I think. Like, it's yep. the first time to this degree because they're talking about OEM agency model and then customers get to pick their preferred dealerships. Oi. 
Yep, yep. So I think one of the one of the things we have working in our advantage is the technology side, Ty, is, is because, or Jay, is because, oh my, my brain's already like, Bruh. We are um, we are one unit. It's a J tie, okay. J tie. <laughs> <J-tie>. So, <laughs> with with the technology piece that we have, we are already integrating into our. You know, we I, I posted on LinkedIn and stuff. Our our first technology partner has launched Carnell, and so we are already inside of their system for transportation for the OEM dealers. So. So when they when they have the Carnell product, we're in there automatically, and it's just something that now becomes part of that system for for the dealer. Um, so we're kind of hoping that's gonna that's gonna help because these dealers are now going with more technology. Well, you know what? I think you just explained why so many OEMs think they can pull this off. Without the technology, they wouldn't stand a chance. Right. But. Yep. And I know, I mean, I'm a guy on a YouTube channel talking like this, but I'm not sure all the OEMs know what they're about to get into. I don't think so. They, I don't think they do because I'm going to tell you right now is moving for the, a lot of the companies, a lot of my clients that I move for, I move out of the Honda plants. I move out of the, you know, the VW plants and stuff as, as a broker. Um, and so they're still brokering out to you know, a, a certain orange carrier and that's who they're hiring, who then brokers it out to me. So it's like, you know, they've got contracts with certain companies out there and yet who, and yet we're all still working together to get it done. So, so again, I don't know what, what their total involvement is going to be. And like you said, it's already happening now, but I, as of right now, knock on wood, we're not seeing a huge impact from it. And I think that being integrated on the technology side is going to help us. Right. So here's what I'm watching, Michelle. Um, Keep your enemies close and know who your competition is, right? So one of the things that we talked about, uh, we had a show on Cars on the Move on a Friday, like right after the announcement of Carvana buying Odessa. I got pretty excited about that, and I still am excited about it. And the reason I'm excited about it is not whether I'm a fan or I'm not a fan of Carvana. What I am watching very closely is this logistics, the hub idea, the hub and spoke, right? So we can talk about that, but I don't want to. What I really want to talk about is follow this if you can. Jay, I'm going to need your help. Okay, we met a friend. His name's Tim. Tim Scavalis. He works at a company called Max Digital. Max Digital, to the best of my understanding, helps dealerships manage their inventory and helps them find and buy and sell cars, right? And keeps track of that melting block of ice. So Max Digital, I believe, was bought by a company called ACV. ACV, I believe, is an online auction that encourages dealers to let them come to the dealership, the back parking lot, We'll take pictures, we'll throw it online, we'll have an online sale, it'll be gone in 10 minutes, okay? So Max Digital ACV. Now, there's an interesting company that Max Digital, I believe one of their accounts, and don't hold me to this speculating live, I think Max Digital did a lot of business with a company called Lithia. Have you heard of Lithia? Yes. What's Lithia? Tell me what Lithia is, what you know about it. What I know about Lithia is only what I know that they uh, bought out in, in the, the entire suburban line here in Michigan. So they're they're a large dealership group right now. Am I 
or is there a battery that goes yeah. in a Tesla? No, well, both, but no. Uh, <laughs> um, they, I think they are now the largest and fastest growing. It's like a neck and neck race right. now. Yeah. The last number I heard was they've, they've, they're up to 500 stores. That's the last number I thought I heard. I, I don't have anything to verify that. It could be wrong, but let's just call it 400. Tell you wrong, it's 400. Okay. How many states are there in the United States? Don't count Alaska or Hawaii. So how many stores, if you, yeah, if you had 500, you could have up to 10 stores per state, couldn't you? Yeah. Okay. So if you have those stores, where do those stores predominantly hang out? Not in your rural 50,000 population, probably in your mega metros, right? Yes. So if you're, now if you're really following the story, there's another company that I don't know if it's a subsidiary, if it's their own, I don't know who it is or what it is. Jay, correct me if I'm wrong. It's Driveway. Is that Driveway right? is actually owned by Lithium Motors and they are okay. a transportation and technology company. Okay, yep. and uh, just for fun, I think we are all friends with Anthony Coons. Anthony Coons is in charge of Driveway, which is owned by Lithia, which is buddies with ACV and Max Digital. My point, where I'm going with all this is, is I think I could see what dealerships have, somebody's figured out you can make money if you know what you're doing in logistics, right? I'm a dealer, I buy cars, I sell cars. I sell cars online and I buy cars online and I need somebody to bring them in, somebody to get them out. Well, cars that are being sold, we could use the, and I've said this in my head by myself, driving down the road at 3 a.m. hauling cars for 14 hours, 16 hours driving. I'm thinking, why wouldn't anybody make a dealership the hub? Okay, you got Ford. If you're, if you bought a Ford online and you want to go get it, it, it's at the Ford store. If you're a POV and you happen to have a Ford vehicle, take it to your nearest Ford dealership and we'll put it on a truck and it'll get where it's going. Where I'm going, Michelle, I'm just curious about your opinion, is I, I, I can't say with any certainty whatsoever, but it, just looking at the pieces and looking at the size, it makes me think there, there's somebody's figured something out in auto transport. Is that fair? I think that's a fair statement. So what it, does any of that make sense? Have you heard any of these names? By the way, Ty, you know who Lithia's recon partner is? Uh, Rapid Recon. Oh, really? Okay, Rapid Recon. Just learned that. Know. I know, right? Yeah, I know. Wow. Right? And that, doesn't that, that paints another part of the picture. It's amazing the network behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the, the names so, that you're dropping are, are, are I'm very familiar with. In fact, um, as you get, you guys both know John Robertson, our EVP. Oh, yeah. Um, he works with Lithia. He works with Driveway. We work with CarGurus. We work with we work with these companies that are that are out there growing this part of it. And so the transportation piece is definitely something that we we are handling a, a lot of it in here in house. So. So what, where I'm going with this is if I'm a transport company and I'm already in business, I've been in business for five years and I've got my fleet up to five trucks now. Let's just go with that small guy. Is that fair? You, is that a real scenario? Yeah. You use carriers that are like that? Absolutely. Okay. So if I don't have a carrier, a client base, people that call me directly, if I'm maybe I've in, and I, I'm apologize for the years I've been like, man, if you're on the load board, all you're doing is chasing money, you're going to be out of business. And that's not necessarily true. So I'm changing my tune. I'm saying, look, if you're, if you're on a load board, that's your customer and you do have a lane, 
that's great, but you better be paying attention to the lithias, to the driveways, to the ship your car not now, to the uh, ACVs and the Max Digitals and the Carvanas and the Vrooms, because if these and you, you have know, to I diversify, huh? <laughs> You need to be paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> and I, nobody likes another app and nobody wants another load board. Everybody wants to get rid of central dispatch. But the point is, is that, uh, you know, and this came up Tuesday night. Who's getting all the cars right now? Is it the online auction that leaves them at the dealership or is it the physical auction? Well, I don't know. All I'm saying is as a, as a carrier, this, this conversation is geared toward dealers and what dealers are doing and what dealers need to know to ship a car. But the reality of it is, is as a carrier, it impacts you, and you really should be paying attention to what Michelle's saying because Michelle knows her stuff. And do you want to babysit every lead, or do you want to do the unlo- – I mean, it's a, there's a lot of things to do. Yeah. yeah there are. Just- that list drove me cr- – I mean, I'm – I know, right? Exactly. Oh, Michelle's wow. making me nuts over here. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> when you talk about – when you talk about carriers, I think um, one of the things I've learned over the years is, you know, and, and carriers can sometimes be the, the pain of my existence only because, you know, they, they we get a bad rap with carriers and carriers get a bad rap with brokers. But I've tried to, it, you know, I've cry, tried to, to let people know that we don't all exist one without the other. Um, yes, there's still dealers out there, but when brokers are out and they, they have a large customer base like Ship Your Car Now does, you know, those carriers rely on us for business and we rely on the carriers to get our business done. Um, and we're excited too um, to announce that we just hired a new, hold on, carrier resource manager. And what we're, what we're doing, which is setting us apart as well, and that's what we're always trying to do is how do we make ourselves different and stay with the pack, right? Is that our carrier resource manager is now uh, breaking that thought process of like, oh, you just dispatched to anybody. You know, we have a preferred list of carriers that we thoroughly enjoy. They've done a great job, but we are growing that right now and putting programs in, pay, in place to, you know, keep those carriers busy, reward them when they do a good job, because more times than not, they, they we say thank you and that's it. Um, and we want to build those relationships with the carriers to make what we do more successful too and allow those carriers to say, oh, well, Ship Your Car takes care of me. So I'm excited to work with them, but but it is it's it's it has to be as we move into this new era of not only OEMs, dealerships, transport, everything, is that although we can be competitors, we have to learn how to be partners, and and in doing that, you know, it's going to make everybody successful. There's enough business out there for everybody, guys, you know, and I think it's just important be kind and share your knowledge with people, and I it. And it's amazing how receptive they will be. That is. Wow. Well, that was amazing, that Michelle. Was amazing. Thank you. We Michelle. love your presentation, your toolbox. Really great. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Thank you. I know, I know, right? <laughs> Perfect. If you guys I need anything, you guys so uh, what'd you say? I'm sorry. I said, I appreciate you all very much. And um, and I, I'm so glad to be back on. So thank you for having me. It's, and it, I always. <clears throat> This planning, how long have we been planning this? Like months, right? It I think took a since, while to get here. Yeah, since NADA. I mean, we did one right after NADA, and then that was it because I of know. everything happening. Yeah. So thank you for hanging in there with us. Amazing presentation, and we will look forward to the next one, Michelle. Sounds good, guys. Have a great Friday. Thank you. You All too. Right. Thanks, Thanks, Michelle. Michelle. Awesome. Bye. All right. What I'll do is I'll put Michelle back in the waiting room and let her go. Um...
Um, we'll do a quick wrap-up here. It's a Friday. Um, and then... Oh, and Chris, let's see who we had. We had David at Two Bears. We had Chris Chamberlain. Chris is sorry to jump. We'll play back later. Yeah, cool. Uh, really, it was an awesome presentation. And we know that there's not going to be a lot of live chat engagement on something like this. Because this we're riding the third rail, aren't we? Oh, every day. That's I know. what we do best here at ATI. I know. We're really good at that. I'm really proud of us and everybody that comes on. And, like, it's almost like you're taking a chance by coming on ATI. You're spinning the wheel. And it works <laughs> out almost every time. It always seems to pan out. Everybody always seems to walk away pretty happy with the with the presentation. But, yeah. you know, that presentation that Michelle just gave, that's something that it's short, it's fast, it's digestible. It's something that she can share multiple, multiple times. And uh, and I think one of the big things, you know, we met Michelle. How did we meet Michelle? I met Michelle at a conference, right? And it, just we meet that's everybody what I at conferences. <laughs> it's almost hard now to name somebody who's impacting our channel that we didn't meet at a conference. Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's, here's, I'm going to leave off with one little cool. uh, gift to a call. If you need something this weekend, I got a call yesterday from a, a guy, he's got a, a three quarter ton and he found a company found him or he found a company that says you can lease onto us and you can only transport one car. It's just a one car haul. Okay. And where do you get your loads? Off of this one load board. Anyway, point of the story is, is if you come across something that doesn't quite sound right, give me a call. It's, it takes five minutes. Don't, don't fall for the sales pitch. Don't fall for the narrative. Don't fall for the BS. If you're, if you're like, man, that sounds really good. I love it. And you need to just bounce it off somebody, give me a call. After less than 20 minutes talking to this guy, listening to what he's telling me, asking a few simple questions. We both decided right away, this is not a good idea and will not benefit him. And if anything, it could very well be a scam and you're going to lose about 25 grand, right? So that's what ATI is here for, is ATI is here to put information out and to help you navigate through your car hauling experience, whatever that is. We just had dealer toolbox today, right? We had auction Tuesday night, all right? I didn't get to catch all of yesterday's show, but I'm sure there's Dispatching Live. Oh, there's man. a load. So I was going to say this earlier. So Dispatching Live yesterday, uh, so there was a broker looking for education and advice. And um, I feel bad because, I mean, at, at the end of our analysis, it was like, don't do it. Which is kind of like what you were saying. I mean, I... Are we nuts that we're not like trying to talk people into stuff and take some of their money? What's wrong with yeah. us? Uh, I, th I think it's the reality of it is, is I've done it a long time. You've done it a long time. And the people that are our friends have done it a long time. And what we see that's happening today. I mean, this, this call yesterday really made me mad to be honest with you, because there are people out there that are pre preying on people that don't know what they're doing. I and they, I promise you that they were going to rob this guy blind. <laughs> okay. You're, so the, the lease is minimum two grand a month and you're only hauling one car. Do the math. Oh my God. That's crazy. And they will not let you haul two. And I'm okay. Go ahead. And so while you're seeing that, I'm seeing like, you know, sign up with Get Rich Logistics. It's like, no, 
<laughs> no, no. What? But that's what we're here for. That's what ATI is here for. They, I, we're not trying to say that I don't know that company. I didn't do any homework on it. I just somebody called me. Somebody told me what somebody told them. I asked a couple basic questions and said, "What do you think?" Well, it doesn't really make sense to me. Okay, well, there's your answer. Go with your gut. It's pretty straightforward. Don't do that. Do this. If you're really serious about it, I would do this before I would even think about doing that. Oh, I didn't think about that. Five minutes into the end of the 20-minute conversation, we've got a whole new plan, a whole new program. It makes wow. perfect sense, and the guy doesn't have to spend a dime, and he doesn't have to wonder if this guy's going to screw him or not. Wow. That's what ATI is here for. That's what we do. Amen. So I want you to get it. I started the show out. I said, "What well, now is the best time to get into auto transport if you do it right. And I'm not joking, but you better be ready wow. to do it right. Chaos mm -hmm. and change lead to greatest opportunity. Ooh, new fortune right there. Chaos and change lead to great opportunity. Ty, thank you so much, man. Great show. Yeah, thank that you, Jay. Thank you for all your hard work. And, yeah. um, and we do appreciate you a lot. So we'll Ditto, have a talk man. to you Me next too. Seriously, Tuesday night. Thank you. All right, so let's come on Tuesday night. Okay, yeah, let's cover it. Tuesday, check, check, check. Tuesday night, we're talking about doing like a... Uh, a Carrier Summit Roundtable, where we're going to... What are we doing? What do you think? Uh, I think we're going to talk about uh, carriers. I think we're going to talk about carrier and carriers' relationships. Who are they related to? Right. And how do they handle those relationships? I do believe we're going to talk quite a bit about technology. Uh, <clears throat> carriers and the technology that they need, that they don't need, that they should have, shouldn't have, that kind of stuff. And then I think we'll probably end up talking about not much equipment, but probably more. We don't do a lot of equipment because it's, why is that? Can you answer that question? Hey, you guys don't talk about equipment much. Why do you think that is? I personally, my, I'm going to go with, I would rather you have a solid business plan and a solid business foundation before. And that, that's the thing. I mean, it, to me, equipment is a one-on-one -on -one conversation. I can sit here all day and tell you Ford's better than Chevy or Dodge is better than Ford or what, you know, I can tell you Peterbilt's better than Kenworth. Ford. I don't, Cottrell's better than Lore. Lore's better than Cottrell. Kaufman sucks. I mean, I can sit here and say this stuff all day long, but when it comes down to it, first, I really, before I talk about equipment with anybody, I want to know what, how are you going to make money to pay for it? <laughs> so, and there you go. Do you keep all your money under your mattress? Do you put all your apples in one basket and do you get all of your work off of the load board? That is what you want to be thinking about when you tune in Tuesday night. Yeah, huh? That's what we're going to talk about. So right, cool. it'll be a good show. I, I think we're, we've got a really good group. We're putting together a panel that I think is going to have some great insights. I, we're trying to get a, a couple of my carrier car hauler buddies, trying to get a couple tech people. And I believe I've got candy seaport services. So listen to candy talk, you know, in the carrier world, the so carrier roundtable summit. I mean, just there's yeah. so much to it, awesome. so much. Okay. So, cool. it'll be a good show. It'll be great. I'm excited. Looking forward to All it. Right, buddy. Oh, and hey, last thing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm actually I'm gonna take some time off. Seems like everybody's doing that in July. So yeah. I want to be in the in crowd and uh, no show next Friday. No show Friday the 29th. Okay, that's okay. fine. We'll be back August 5th. And on August 5th, we've got, don't tell me, 
Oh, Big Valley Auto Auction. This is crazy. Ooh. Big Valley Auto Auction is going to be on Tuesday nights live, August 2nd. You're on mm. that. You're going to be on yeah. that with me. Oh, and then God. and then we've got, they made it, the, they made it, dude, we've been saying, if you'll <laughs> just show us that you're doing something, we will reach across the aisle and bring you on our show. And uh, Big Valley made a video in the auction lane, uh, Mede, and can't remember the other guy's name, doing inventory mechanic, something like that, lead mechanic maybe. Uh, they're going to be in their lane on Friday on Cars on the Move, August 5th. How cool is that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> we encourage all auctions to do this with us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're going to be doing it anyways. Here's the thing. The re why do we do that? Why do we talk like that? Here's why. The reason we talk like that is because I, my heart's desire, my passion is for the carrier to come in and treat you right as an auction. And it's it's real easy if you're an auction that's willing to work with the carrier. If you're if you're not, if that's just a second thought and afterthought, good luck. I don't. I'm, I, well, you lost a lot of my passion. And what's interesting, what we're learning is some folks that don't want to work with us, they don't want to work with any carrier, really. Yeah, that, so yeah, exactly. And again, we're right in the third rail on this. We're trying to be helpful, but well, you know, and it's like I, you know, I was like water. talking about talking about uh our friends accelerate group americas right um yes how they how they really do engage and interact with us and yeah. i think awesome. that, that's the key you know that question yeah i don't know where that question came from i bet i thought about it a hundred times since it came up tuesday night who's getting more cars online auction or physical auction where'd that come from <laughs> i don't know did you say it was in the live chat i think it was I... in the live chat was anyway, it? I think you're right. It could have been. I think okay. that is a great question. Who's getting the cars? Well, could, right. Because the online speculated that they would be killing the physical auction. And now Michelle said it's an important part, obviously. But mm -hmm. again, everything's a hybrid. Yeah, it's a hybrid. We should have stuck with 2021 hybrid, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> <clears throat> All Thanks, right, Jay. man. Thank you have so much. One. Have a Hi, great buddy. weekend. All right, take care. And that is the end of the meeting with Ty. We're going back to camera one. Um, we covered a lot. I don't really have a lot to say other than I hope you have a good weekend. I hope you stay safe. I hope you digest what Michelle said. Mike, check. One, two, three, really. Mike, check. Okay. Always doing that. Always checking the mic at the end of the day. Um, well, because we want to finish the job right. Right? So from beginning to end, and we want you to be informed, we want you to have an opportunity, have a lifeline, phone a friend, make sure. You can call Ty, his number's in there, 417-483-2764. He's not kidding. Um, he just wants to help you verify confirmation bias. That's the phone number. My name is Jay. This is the Car Shiba Business Channel. Look for ATI Auto Business. Let us know how we can help you. You can email me, autotransportintel at gmail.com. Otherwise, please do join us Tuesday night for Carrier Summit Roundtable, and we'll see you soon. Thanks so much. Yeah.